can't stand the news It's always the same old song Another corporate scam Another story of bad gone wrong Another corporate bailout Another piece of the pie It's the best democracy money can buy They rig the elections only millionaires can play, and you gotta be cynical. You Hello! Gotta... Welcome to HSV Progressive, and I'm Joy Johnson. This is uh, your podcast for micro, local-level political action and activity in Huntsville and Madison, Alabama, Madison County, and North Alabama and surrounds, and who knows what else might come up. I'm glad you found us. Please do the usual stuff. Rate and comment and subscribe and share, um, especially to local people who might be interested or need to be educated about what the local politics is, what local politics are going on. Um, I uh, can currently be reached at um, Facebook at Huntsville Progressive Letter Writers. Please leave me a message there if, uh, if you have some input. Thank you for joining. Enjoy the show. Um, and I'll see you next week again. Thanks. Okay, so hi. Um, here, Welcome back to another um, Huntsville Progressive podcast. Today we've got, a, is, is it Tara or Tara or... It is Tara. Tara. Okay. Thank you. Tara Bailey from Madison that we're going to talk to. Um, why don't you just take it away? Tell me who you are, who you represent, and uh, you know, a little bit about yourself. Sure. And um, thanks for having me on the show. I'm really happy to be speaking to, to your audience. And um, so my name is Tara Bailey and I am the founder of a group here in Madison called I Vote Madison. Uh, we're a nonpartisan group that formed back in November of 2020. Um, really what caused us to form was COVID and the realization that so many people were going to have a difficult time um, standing in line and maybe be a little fearful of catching COVID while standing in line to vote. And so we wanted to get together and offer some voter services to people, make sure people were registered just not only registered to vote, but understood how to fill out an absentee voter form. Um, so that was a big deal. And then we've always known, uh, my co-founder, Heather Morgan and I, we, you know, we've always known that local government is so important to everybody and to, you know, it's fundamental. If, if we, we need to be involved on a local level. And in Madison, the um, local election turnout was 22%. Um, and we were just that, you know, that means 31,000 people sat at home when they were, you know, should have been out, hopefully yeah. <laughs> voting for their council person, voting for their representative. And we feel like we could do a whole lot better. Um, yeah. and that, yeah. that is a statistic that is bad all over the country. And 22% when you talk to people are actually like, that's pretty good. We're, we don't think that's no. good. <laughs> no. Well, can no. you imagine the country that we would have? if we had like 80% voter turnout or even 70% voter turnout for elections, yeah. it would not be the same country that we have now, would it? Not at all. Not no. at all. So much more representation and, and um, educated voters coming out to, to cast their vote would be so great. 
Um, but yeah, we just wanted to emphasize the importance of local elections and, and we didn't want to stop at voting. We wanted to actually engage people with local government and bring some level of understanding of what local government does and not just you should vote because voting is the bare minimum that you should do. Um, but really, in order to be involved, you have to pay attention to council meetings, you have to you know, pay attention to committee meetings, um, just you know, participate in your community in various ways. There's so much that you can do and so much that um, we really would like to see residents of Madison do more of mm -hmm. that um, we felt like there was a there was a need for an organization like ours. Yeah. So so um, I know that your city council meets. Is it every other Monday night? Yes, they meet every other Monday night. Um, they send out the agenda it usually gets posted on Thursday evenings. Um, they actually bumped that up within the past year. It was on Fridays, and then they wanted to make sure everybody had plenty of time to see the agenda, be able to reach out to you know, your council people for that Monday meeting. Um, so they did change it to Thursday, Thursday evenings, which wow, is pretty that's great. Good. That's uh, some responsiveness. Uh, however meager, that's wonderful. And I'm, I will definitely... Uh, compare that to our the situation in Huntsville, which is we get it Tuesday night for the meeting on Thursday night. Not enough time. So yeah, that, that would be so wonderful if we had a whole weekend. I just have to say. <laughs> yeah, no, that uh, would be really great. So, so, but your city council meetings are on Monday evenings. But you mentioned also committee meetings or or uh, commission meetings or whatever that you have there. Um, so what do they do, are what kind of what can you just give me a, a few examples of the kind of committees? Um, so you have the Madison Police Citizens Advisory Committee is one okay. of those. And I believe Huntsville has a very similar one. Uh -huh. um, so they meet, but they are only um, in person right now. So they don't actually stream their meetings. So it can be very difficult to reach many people. Um, I Vote Madison has been um, pretty much championing <laughs> making sure meetings are seen and making sure government is accessible. Mm -hmm. um, and so we have been advocates for live streaming and archiving of city council meetings, but not only city council meetings, um, we really would like to see the committee meetings like the Madison Police Citizens Advisory Committee. Um, we've pushed for work sessions to be archived and streamed. Um, but they're not currently doing that. Um, there's some pushback on council uh, to do the work sessions. And so we've actually purchased a camera and we go to the work sessions based on you know, Alabama's open meeting law. Anyone can go and record a meeting. So we're making sure those meetings are seen regardless of whether or not our council really wants them to be seen. Um, Sadly, we faced some obstacles in that, that uh, ground. We, we take our camera, but the city council president, they passed a re resolution of public participation resolution. And that resolution says the city council president can determine where people are allowed to record the meeting from within the room. Huh. And so we actually have to record from the side of the room, uh, far side of the room, uh, which makes it really difficult sometimes to pick up the audio on our camera, which is, you know, not a terrible video camera, but it's not the top of the line. And, you know, most citizens are, are going to not, not gonna have, have top that. of the line equipment and really shouldn't have to have that. 
um, open meeting law does say that you know you can't um, what is that you can't block anybody's view and you can't be distracting when you're recording a meeting, but you know as long as you're not being disruptive and distracting people and things, you should be able to record from anywhere. Um, but there is a little caveat to the open meeting law that says that you know the city council president can determine where to record the meetings from. And what we've also found is sometimes the um, work sessions, they don't use microphones occasionally during those work sessions. So that's something we're needing to push for and say, look, you know, we really need to be able to hear you. You know, so what if somebody's sitting in the back of the room and they don't hear very well? You know, we have people that attend that meeting that are older. You know, we have uh, Miss Beebe um, over here is somebody that used to serve on Madison's County Commission, which is fantastic. She comes to every single meeting mm -hmm. um, and she's really a part of <laughs> a part of Madison in a big way. And she comes there and you know she's older. So I think it would just be a courtesy to everybody, not just to us recording um, to make sure to, that they're well, to use microphones, them. you know, so everybody use can microphones. hear microphones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have, it sounds like Miss Beebe is our, as your um, Jackie Reed. Yes, she is. And, and actually, uh, Miss Jackie was, <laughs> Jackie, <laughs> she was in our meeting recently because Madison is looking to become, um, instead of city council, like mayor, city council, it mm -hmm. would be city manager where we would end up having a city manager who would kind of be like the CEO of Madison. And then the um, districts, instead of seven districts, like we have now, we would actually switch to six districts. And then the mayor would be that seventh person on council. So they would have a, a vote on council and become uh -huh. kind of the council president. Uh -huh. So that's something that Madison's looking at right now. And it, it's, um, Okay, but is the city, who's the, is the mayor the same as the city manager? Is that what the deal, who would be the city manager? The city manager would actually be hired by council. Uh, okay. And so um, there's been a lot of talk about that. There was actually a governance transition committee that was formed where the mayor appointed some different individuals around Madison um, to look into this idea. This is not the first time this has come up. I believe it was 2016 when Madison formed a similar committee to look into whether or not to switch to a city manager form of government. Um, and they actually came up with, yeah, it would be really good to switch to a city manager form of government. And we're not totally sure what happened back then, but the council decided not to go in that direction. I don't um, know, but I can't, when you say city manager, I immediately think of Flint, Michigan, because that they put that city was in, in, the, in such financial straits that they put it under a, a, a city manager. And, and that's what led them to changing the water source so that they have all the lead poisoning problems now. So yeah. how is that, why? Okay, so my understanding of, as like you said, as CEO, right? So it's, it's um, run like, like a private business, like a corporation, right? Pretty much. And I think- I don't understand. <laughs> How do you make a public institution into, <laughs> to, into a, it does not sound like a good idea to me. What do you, what do you think? 
I, you know, Madison is the 10th largest city in Alabama now. So we have about 57,000 people who live here and we're growing um, a whole lot. <laughs> we were growing a whole lot. Uh-huh. And so um, a city manager, if we hired a really good one, I think it wouldn't be a terrible idea, um, but I'm still kind of forming my thoughts around that whole thing. We have a little ways to go before we would really have to um, totally figure this out as citizens. Um, The council has to decide whether or not they're gonna be approving of this and wanting to go in this direction first. That's the first thing that needs to happen. And we haven't heard that from council yet. We're really curious if anything will be appear on the agenda. Um, Thursday this Thursday to see you know if it's going to come up because until they can say yes we're going to go in this direction that's what starts the ball rolling and once that starts um, they have to collect 900 signatures from citizens of Uh Madison Uh in order to have a special election and then that's when the citizens get to vote on whether or not to switch to this form of government okay um but then if they do vote yes to switch, mm-hmm. then it's a matter of a, a headhunter and then the, the city council gets to decide who to hire. Yes, then the city council would get to decide who the next uh, or who the city manager would be. Uh, and then the districts would be redrawn because uh-huh. we have to redraw our districts anyways before the next election, which won't be until 2025 because of the change to um, municipal elections where they they changed the year. So actually our city council members are serving five extra, years. Extra time. Year. Yeah. yeah. So they get that extra year. So it would have to happen before then, like the special election and all that would happen before then. Um, and then the districts will be redrawn to be six districts instead of seven. So that's, you know, somewhat less representation as well in Madison, except for then you have this, the mayor becoming the um, city president, you know, or city council, council president. president sort of. Yeah. So he's sort of like a city councilman at large. Yes. Yeah. Very, okay. very much so. Um, okay. We still would get a vote uh, on city council uh-huh. and then the city manager can be fired if they're not doing a good job, they can be fired by the city council by majority vote. Oh, that so. just makes me so nervous. I'm sorry. You know, it's <laughs> like, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm come from uh, higher education and, you know, we've had this big kind of slow um, switch from nonprofit sort of way of running universities over to very profit driven running universities and it has not had good effects. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's made some people rich. They probably think the effects are really good. But I'm interested in education personally, okay? Um, so I don't think the effect has been good. So what you're talking about kind of sounds like that sort of a drift. Yeah. And I can't tell. That just makes me very nervous. You say, well, it'd be a good idea if it was a good one. Yeah. By it's whose criteria? Good. By whose <laughs> do you trust? the city council people to have the same sort of idea of what a good manager would be as you know, as you do. Yeah. You know, it's interesting in looking at all of this, you know, the mayor doesn't necessarily have to have a lot of qualifications to be the mayor. Yeah. And then when they're the, it's a mayor council set up, the mayor assumes the role of basically a CEO of the city, you know, like if you want a business make 
cities more like businesses, which in a lot of ways they are, in a lot of ways they shouldn't be. Yeah. You know, so there's this balance there. Um, but you know, if you if you really do get a pretty rough mayor in place, just because not enough people were engaged, like the problem that we're trying to solve, yeah, where mm-hmm. people are not coming out to vote as much in local elections, you really could wind up with with a mayor that really doesn't know how to run such a huge operation, you know, business other otherwise, you know. And so city managers, I found, are educated in doing city manager things. Yeah. So they have some resume, you know, about that. Um, But if we become a more engaged Madison and we really uh, interview our, you know, mayoral candidates, we can find out who's going to be the best candidate, who's going to be able to do the job in the way it's been done for for many years. Or Um, ideally, you'd be able to find that out. If nobody lies to you and that kind of stuff, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, definitely it's hopeless if you don't have an engaged electorate, right? It's kind yeah, of Yeah, it feels that way. Yeah, yeah, it does feel that way sometimes. So, so, yeah. so let me ask you, so you say Madison is growing and Huntsville is growing like, oh my God, you know, so, um, you know, one of the things that I, that we're having problems with here is affordable housing. Uh, of course, Madison has always been kind of expensive. So what, what's, uh, what's, what, are you starting to feel any um, affordable housing pressures? Uh, absolutely. Um, there's affordable housing and there's just housing availability pressures because there's mm-hmm. not enough for as many people that is co- are coming into our region. Um, and, you know, you have teachers that work at Madison City Schools that likely wouldn't be able to afford to live oh, in yeah. Madison. Some of them don't live in Madison. They have no. to live on the outskirts of Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, it's definitely an issue. And because um, we're so concerned as citizens, at least that's what, you know, things that we hear as we're doing our work and um, we don't take a stance on how we feel about growth necessarily as I vote Madison, we really are just advocating for transparency, accountability, you know, civic engagement, equality, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So we, we take a very top top end approach to it. But what we're hearing about growth from a lot of people is that, you know, we're growing so fast that our school systems can't keep up with as much growth as we're having. Uh-huh. And, you know, we have about, I think it's 12,400 or so students right now. Um, and we just can't build schools fast enough to to get everybody in place, you know, the school classrooms are you know, overcrowded and um, that that's just a big problem. And, and with that, whenever there's a new development, housing development that comes up, I've noticed that developers try to lean on larger lots. Oh, well, look at all the larger lots with the really, you know, 400,000 plus, home, you know, $1,000 homes that we'll put on these, on these lots. Yeah. And, McMansions, you know, I think we can call them, right? Yeah. But the, but the way they could sell that, you know, it's not an affordable house, but it's going to make for less students coming into the school system. <laughs> and so then, you know, it's not going to overburden the schools. And so really with every development that comes up, it's either, 
right now, the way they sell it is, you know, it's going to attract young people because it's an apartment complex and there aren't going to be families moving into these types of buildings, you know, especially for town Madison, wow. where they're planning to build, I think oh, it's over a thousand apartments just in town Madison alone. And that's already a done deal pretty much. So, you know, we do have council people, um, council member Renee Bartlett. Uh -huh. has been very, um, she actually was the, the Board of Education president. And so schools are pretty important to her, I've noted. <laughs> noted. And so she she's actually gone to some of the apartment complexes that are new and said, how many students do you have enrolled at Madison City Schools? Because they act like it's zero, but there's actually, you know, a handful that are enrolled. And so uh -huh. mm -hmm. getting the true numbers is really important um, to, to knowing that. But affordability is such a such an issue. It really is. And, and, you know, you almost have to build apartments and have, you know, closer housing and do some of these things that are important. More than one cat on the desk and they're one of five. So I'm sorry. I don't know if you heard it his, that one of them is. Uh, it's not a Zoom call if a cat doesn't interrupt. Yeah, right. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Oh my God. Uh, anyway, so I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, so um, it, it just strikes me as very strange that you're making a, um, they're making some sort of appeal to, to not having kids, you know, that is really strange. I just, I don't even want to go into how strange that is. Okay. Because we could just go off on all kinds of ways and I, we don't need to go there tonight. Okay. But <laughs> just uh, yeah. listeners ponder that. Okay. <laughs> a city is like yeah. billing themselves as we have a lot of housing for people who don't have kids that. Yeah. And it's like people that have kids, but then you're going to be able to put less homes on larger lots is what the idea is. So if you had uh, you know, a bunch of smaller homes on a large lot, then you're going to have families that each have at least a couple kids and, you know, versus one big home that's going to cost a lot of money. And that that's kind of, I feel like that's how they've approached a couple of the um, recent developments. That's that. so strange <laughs> to go to, do, to the development and go, let me build a big house so that we'll have fewer kids here. I, that's anyway. Also, the other thing, of course, that's going to happen if you, if you make this argument that we should just build big homes that cost a lot of money is that you you're going to be like New York. You 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 have all of these people that can afford to be in New York, but nobody can afford to come in and work and do the work that needs to be done. They have to live, you know, out someplace cheaper. And uh, and of course, New York has really good public transport. We don't have that here. You know, so um, well, it, it know, just it sounds like a boondog, you know, <laughs> that does not sound like a good idea anyway. Yeah, it's definitely here. a concern, but really residential growth is a concern for a lot of people here. Um, we want to see more industrial growth and commercial growth because of sale tax revenue. Huntsville is fortunate in the fact that there's a lot of revenue coming in from sales tax and industrial tax, you know, revenue. And so residential growth is actually a net negative for the city. So whenever there's homes built, all the services that go into providing for the homes and the people that are moving into the city um, actually don't equate to the, um, the taxes that would come out of a residential you know, house uh -huh. taxes. So, yeah. 
uh, well, and uh, uh, although I'm sure they can, the planners also or the developers make the argument that, well, if we buy higher higher end, you know, property, then the property taxes are more, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just strange. Uh, the other part of growth that I, as an environmentalist, since forever, am concerned about when it comes to talking about growth is. You, you know how much conservation is going on, or I, do 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 you have anybody in Madison ringing those bells? Um, I don't know that anybody's completely ringing those bells. Although there are residents that bring up, like, look how many trees are being cut down right now. And it, there, oh, if you look at heart. Slaughter, yeah, if you look at Slaughter Road, um, if you go right over the railroad tracks at Slaughter Road uh -huh. to the left, there is a huge um, area where trees are just being cut down. Oh. And, and that is actually Huntsville because of the way Huntsville and Madison match up, it's not like clean line, right? Yeah. And so there are places where you're like, isn't that Madison? And we know that that's Huntsville. And, and then you have to kind of dig into, well, who owns that land and what's being built there? And um, so I, I don't know if they're gonna build more homes. I would think it would be kind of a rough spot being so close to the train tracks to build the houses, but, um, but that could be happening right there. But there are, you know, trees coming down. I know that in planning, they do try to have um, contracts with the developers to preserve, you know, so many trees or, or have so much green space and things of that nature. And I think if people wanted to get involved in making sure there's more green space available, the planning commission meetings are really where you want to go to. Uh, uh -huh. Okay. Advocate for that. Yeah. Of, of course, uh, green space is green space for people. And I'm concerned yeah. about <laughs> conservation of environment, you know, and yeah. biodiversity and that kind of stuff. And just keeping the trees is huge because trees are a habitat for birds and bugs and stuff. If you don't spray the heck out of them, you know, but um, I, uh, there's more to it than just uh, green space. So, uh, well, anyway, yeah. that's my that's my flaming brand that I run around with all the time. So that's totally, my concern. I totally get it. Yeah, that, I, I get it. Um, I, I'm very concerned about environmental issues as well. I actually grew up in um, Martins Ferry, Ohio. And yeah. so I moved down here in 2004. 2004 is when I moved to Alabama. Mm -hmm. But Martins Ferry actually does a whole lot of fracking. And I've been very involved in like, they have a waste fracking plant there oh, in the just, city. Oh. And, and, like, and, and when you say, when you say Martins Ferry, that means that there used to be a ferry there, there must be a river. They're right along. Yeah, I grew up right along the Ohio River. Okay. Uh -huh. So there's, yeah, there's a lot of water sources around. You know, uh, so it's, been, it's been kind of interesting um, to see what's going on there and the, you know, radioactive waste that's kind of coming out of that facility because uh, of the fracking waste. <laughs> I, so I, my heart. <laughs> I just say that to, to tell you that I, I definitely um, care about those issues. <laughs> Um, okay, so anything else happening in it? So do you it, like we you have a city council meeting next week, don't you? We do Monday. It, um, anything in particular happening that, um, so that you, you want to tell people to be at this point, show up and talk about? You know, um, you know, right now we 
we don't know what's going to be on the agenda for yeah. tomorrow evening and it, it'll come out tomorrow night. Uh-huh. Um, and so we try to really follow that closely. We have, uh, I vote Madison has an, I am Madison citizens coalition, and we try to meet every other week, uh, before city council meetings. And, um, if somebody wants to be a part of that, they can just email I vote Madison at gmail.com and we can add you to the list and we'll send you an email and tell you all of the things going on that you might want to pay attention to in Madison. And then you'll get a Zoom invite to, to join us and discuss the agenda that's coming up and, and see if there's anything that you care about on there that you want to go and speak about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a really good time and place to voice your concerns and try to build other people into what you're concerned about. If that yeah, makes yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. That sounds you know, wonderful. I wish yeah. we had something like that in Huntsville. And maybe, um, uh, maybe that's, you know, I need to work towards that or something. So uh, I might be, you know, taking a page from your book, um, sure. so, some way to get people sort of organized to present their concerns and, and know yeah. what's going on. Um, you know, because one thing they've made, uh, I, I don't know if they've sort of fiddled around with um, the public comments, the way people are allowed to come to your city council and make public comments. But in Huntsville, you know, they kind of cut us off that we have the usual time that we always had, but it has to be agenda related. And of course, the agenda only came out on Tuesday night. So I, I don't even know what do you, how are you supposed to plan that? But if you could get a, an actual planning group, okay, uh, some people who maybe could be devoted to doing that and then send out a, this is what, you know, here are the bullet points, you know, come to city council and talk about these things, or I don't know, something, yeah, you need more lead time. Uh, for one thing yeah they haven't so in madison they used to have it to where the thursday before i think it was the thursday before the meeting um you could request five minutes to speak during public comment time which would allow you to give a presentation on uh-huh. something um which was which was really nice but they took that down to three minutes during the um, public participation resolution that they passed mm-hmm. um, they changed that to three minutes only for everybody and then they have five minutes um, for public hearings. So uh-huh. if you're speaking on a public, you know, for a public yeah, hearing, right. you can do five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have to be agenda related for the, you know, they do public comments fairly early in the agenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you don't have to wait the whole time. I think that's awful that, you know, Huntsville City Council people have to wait so long to just uh-huh. talk about thing that might yeah. not be on the agenda yeah um, and and some of those meetings in Huntsville City Council can go on and on and on and so you're right waiting a long long time to yep. be able to voice your concerns and then sometimes they're kind of uh they come in at about two two and a half hours which is really a reasonable length compared to what have you know some that have gone on forever but then I worry that we've just been rushed through as fast as they could get us out you know so mm-hmm. And yeah. then I'm not even sure if the if the minute taker is staying and taking minutes for those people that are making comments yeah. at the end. I, I don't know. I got to pay better attention to that. I'm not even sure who the minute taker is. Okay, so I got to get all of that stuff clear. Um, it, it, anyway, uh, I it sounds it sounds like that is the your I vote Madison in this um, 
I am Madison Citizen Coalition seems like just a really great idea that I want to steal. <laughs> well, you're welcome. So I, I, really, we just we do want this to spread, spread around to different cities, people that want to take charge of, you know, getting more people involved. Than well, and that, and, and you know, that's that's really my motivation for for doing this podcast is somebody needs to tell people what's going on, you know, that's it, you know, and of course, uh, this also gives me a, 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 a way to, you know, give people a piece of my mind, whether they're listening or not, you know, um, but I would, I think that maybe um, it, it would be super great if you think that in the future, we might be able to meet again, and talk specifically, more specifically about I Vote Madison, and what what these uh, you know your method for for d- executing these services for voters that you're talking about, and yeah. talk some more about I am Madison, um, and and uh, how you set that up, and you know what your I don't know what the structure is that makes that thing go. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm curious about that kind of stuff, and I think also that we've talked a lot about the agenda issues and how your agenda comes out earlier than ours does, which helps at least somewhat with transparency, right? About what's coming up and gives you more time to prepare and stuff like that. We don't have that in Huntsville. I think talking about transparency and the ways that we could maybe get more transparency in government is a super good idea. So I'm like thinking that uh, I, I want to let you go today, but only if you say that we can maybe meet up again sometime and talk some more. I would absolutely love that. Um, transparency is such a huge topic that needs to be discussed. Open records, open meetings, just we really need a transparent government in order to know what our government is doing. Absolutely. <laughs> so, absolutely. absolutely. Um, um, uh, we, we have to to um, safeguard ourselves against corruption, right? For one thing. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's really just a part of it. I mean, just knowing it's what's going on makes you just a better informed citizen so you can mm-hmm. spread the word to other people and be like, mm-hmm. did you know that, you know, currently one of the things that Hughes Road is being brought up a whole lot in our next door groups and it's not being fixed for a long time and mm-hmm. it's got it's a project that's gone on years and years so you know being able to know what's going on know what was said in the council meeting and speak up to your neighbors and say well they told they said this at the last meeting or let me show you the video that we recorded with I vote Madison and um, see you can see for yourself what they mm-hmm. said about Hughes Road you know mm-hmm. that's important yep yeah. mm-hmm Absolutely. I totally agree. So, but um, the, is your contact just um, ivotemadison at gmail.com? Is that how people would contact yeah, you? Yeah, ivotemadison at gmail.com. Um, it, that would be the best way to reach out by email. Um, and then our website is just, you know, ivotemadison.com. And then Facebook is at ivotemadison. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. Um, YouTube is where we have archived all of the past year city council meetings. So we can go into that a little bit more when we talk about some of the things yeah, that we about cool. Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, but if anybody wants to access those and find out what's been going on in Madison, you can go to our YouTube page and see committee meetings and city council meetings and all that good stuff. Wonderful. Okay. I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming to talk 
to us. And I am going to bug you again. (laughs) Sounds great. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. This has been HSV Progressive. Thanks for stopping in. Don't forget to rate and share and subscribe. And I'll see you again next week. Please uh, find me if you have some input uh, at Huntsville Progressive Letter Writers on Facebook.